0: Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in today. We want to continue with a series of podcasts we started several weeks ago called Mind Fitness. And we want to think about what it means to truly live because that was the topic of our lesson this past Sunday. We were in Luke chapter 9, starting in verse 23, where Jesus tells his disciples... What it means to truly follow him. He says in verse 23, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And the verse right after that says, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world or loses and forfeits himself Today I want to think about this concept going along with that passage from Luke nine. Is everybody puts insurance on things today? Right, we have insurance for everything. Uh, we have insurance for a car. If we're driving a car and it gets smashed, we have insurance so that someone will help us pay for it when that happens. Uh, we have insurance on all kinds of things that we buy in the store. I went to Best Buy the other day and I bought not a very big piece of technology. And they asked me if I wanted to buy an insurance plan or an extended warranty on it that would allow it to be covered if anything happens to it in three to five years or something like that. And I usually decline those things. But we have insurance for our house. Um, we even insur- have insurance for our life and our health. And, and one of the things that I wanna think about today is is the fact that we put insurance on our life means that we know we're going to die everyone is supposed to get life insurance in this life here because what happens is when you die a company will help you and your family pay for the expenses of your death and they'll pay pay for the expenses of the life that you should have been living if death never came to you so if i die my wife will get some money to help take care of the children and herself because I'm no longer there to help provide for the family. And that's kind of what life insurance is all about, is to help those who are your loved ones who are left behind after you die. And we put insurance on something that we know is guaranteed to happen. See, when we get insurance on our car, we don't know if it's going to happen. It could happen. When we get renter's insurance, we, we think possibly something could happen, a flood could happen and could ruin all my stuff. When we get health insurance, it's the same thing. If, if in case I get sick or injured, I want someone to be able to take care of me and my finances and bills and things like that. But life insurance is quite different. We get life insurance because we know we're all going to die. And in the event that when we die, we want those who we love to be taken care of in our absence. And I find that interesting because we know, we're smart enough to know that we're all going to die And we should get life insurance to help those who are left behind. But what we're not smart enough to do is think about the other side. To think about our eternal existence. And the funny thing about it is most people believe in the concept of eternity. Most people in America and in this world would say there is an afterlife. There is something that follows this life here upon the earth. And of course, there's varying opinions on what that looks like. But most people agree that after we die, we go somewhere else. There's a second life, there's an afterlife. But what's quite ironic is that no one's really thinking about the afterlife. We have life insurance because we know we're going to die and we want to take care of our loved ones. But we all believe there's an afterlife but hardly anybody's thinking about it. See, Jesus in Luke 9 is helping us think about it. He's telling us that we need to follow him because there is an afterlife existence. And he is the author, the sustainer, and the giver of life. And he wants us to have life. But in order to find life, we have to follow Jesus. And in order to follow Jesus, we have to consider a few things. We have to calculate. We have to reason within ourselves what is really worth the most. Is it our life now here upon the earth? Or is it the afterlife? Because Jesus is asking us to do something in Luke 23, which is to give up our life now for his sake. And the only reason you would ever do such a thing is if you believed that the life to come is of greater value than the life you're giving up. Otherwise, why would anyone lose the most valuable thing they have for Jesus? Jesus is hoping that we calculate and consider that the afterlife is eternal. And therefore, it's the greater life. It's the most valuable life we can find. And therefore, in order to find that afterlife, in order to find security and insurance that we're going to be taken care of on the other side, we will do whatever we have to, to follow the Savior. That's Jesus' hope. And in a sense, he's telling us to get death insurance. Now, we have life insurance in this life because we know we're going to die. But Jesus is saying, listen, everyone is going to die in this life or the next And I want you to have insurance and assurance that when you die, you're going to find life forevermore. But in order for you to do that, you have to consider your life to come of greater worth than the life you have now. And therefore you need to follow me as if you know how valuable I am to your soul, that I can give and sustain your life for all of eternity. So we need death insurance. We need to say to the Lord, I understand that you're the Savior. I understand that what your words are true. I understand that death is going to come to me. So I'm actually going to embrace death now. I'm going to give up my life on this earth for your sake, to follow you so that I might be found in you on the other side when eternal life matters. When judgment day comes and God can give me either death or life, I want life. And since you're the giver of life, Jesus, I'm going to Give my life over to you now, and therefore I'm going to have death insurance. That by dying, I will actually find life. And that's in a nutshell what Jesus is telling us. But you got to do two things. Two really important and sort of hard things for humanity. Number one, you have to believe what Jesus says. You have to believe he's the Messiah. You have to believe that he's the Son of God, that he knows what he's talking about. You have to believe that he loves you. You have to believe that he came to die for you. You have to believe that he rose again on the third day after he died. You have to believe that he is the savior. You have to believe that he's the only savior. You have to believe that you're a sinner in need of saving. You have to believe that Jesus came to give you eternal life. Now, I think if you're listening to this podcast today, then maybe you already believe that. And that's fantastic to hear. But that's only step one to this process. Step two is even the more difficult step. You have to hand your life over now to Jesus. In order to find life on the other side, you have to be in Jesus. He's gotta be in you. In order for that to happen, you have to follow Jesus. And in verse 23 of Luke nine, Jesus tells you what it takes in order to follow him. He says, deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me in a nutshell. You must die now now death is one of the worst things that you can discuss and bring up at a party no one wants to talk about death but jesus isn't talking about death he's talking about life and not only that he's desiring that we find this death insurance by dying now and therefore embracing the savior and embracing all the life that he came to give us and to offer us but you see jesus is not going to do that part for us he's not going to make us believe And he's not going to force us to hand our lives over to him now. He's hoping that we calculate. He's hoping that we reason. He's hoping that we sit down with a calculator and we figure out the very simple equation that eternal life is longer and greater than life on earth. But what's tragic is most people won't do that. Most people could be reasoned with that eternal life is greater and longer. But most people won't sit down and calculate and deliberate that they should live for the greater and longer life. And we know that is because, the the way that we know that is because most people are living for the now. Most people are chasing their happiness and their prosperity upon the earth, and they're giving no consideration to the life Jesus called them to, or the death Jesus called them to. And that's sad and tragic to me, but it doesn't have to be that way for us. We don't have to be statistics. We don't have to be those wretched souls who don't have any death insurance, who are banking that somehow, some way, this life on earth will never end, that we'll never die, that we'll always have what we have right now. We'll always have our health. We'll always have our money. We'll always have our family. We'll always have our hobbies and it'll never end. None of us really believe that. And the way we know that is because we all get life insurance because we know we're going to die and we want our loved ones to be taken care of on the other side. So we have life insurance, but we don't have death insurance. We're not dying now so that we can be found to be in the Savior on the last day. And that's tragic because it's real and it's coming out of the mouth of the Son of God. And he knows better than anybody what it means to find life. And Satan, our enemy, is trying to package this as if Jesus is trying to steal something from us. He's trying to take our life and our joy and our happiness and trying to give us a worse existence, trying to steal great things and give us something's really hard and miserable. And therefore you shouldn't do that because Jesus obviously doesn't love you. In fact, maybe the devil loves you because he's trying to offer you all the happiness and joy and prosperity that you can find in this earth. But actually, I hope we know by now it's quite the opposite. The devil is trying to steal from us our greatest possession, our life, by handing us the worst of the two lives by giving us the now pleasure and the now joy and the now prosperity. He's taking from us our death insurance so that we stand before God on judgment day with no eternal life, with no savior, with no insurance of the other side. And we need to listen to Jesus. Jesus is doing the most loving thing he could possibly do. He's offering us eternal life, but he's also being incredibly honest. He's telling us the truth. That in order to find life we have to give up our lives now and actually in a sense die for his sake he doesn't want us disillusioned he doesn't want us tricked into following him he's laying all his cards on the table and saying this is what it requires yes it's hard but i want you to know that i'm the life giver i'm the life sustainer i came to lay my life down so that you would have life forevermore so I want you to have life. And I want you to find life. And here's how you find it. Here's the recipe. Lay down your life for my sake. Give up your desires. Give up your dreams. Give up your happiness and your prosperity upon the earth. And what you will actually do is you won't gain the whole world. You won't. You'll actually lose quite a bit here in this life. But you will gain your soul. And you will gain your soul forevermore. And if you gain your soul forevermore, then you live forevermore. And not only do you live forevermore, but you live in the presence of God, in the kingdom of God, with your Lord and Savior forevermore, the one who created you, the one who loved you enough to die for you, the one who loved you enough to tell you this truth is the one who wants to be with you for the rest of time. And I want us to see that, that we call this mind fitness because we're trying to get our minds in better shape. And what's sad and tragic to me is that most people look at these words from Jesus and think that these are harsh words, Again, that Jesus is stealing something and trying to take joy from us, and that's quite the opposite. But we have to see it clearly, and we have to sit down, and we have to deliberate and calculate and reason within ourselves that the life Jesus came to offer us is better than the life that he's requiring that we give up. And if we will do such a thing, then we will understand that he is the most loving person there ever could be, and that we can gain eternal life by listening to his words, by lining up right behind him, by denying ourselves, by taking up our cross daily, and by following him. And this is more of a charge and a plea today than anything, but I ask that you would make that deliberation, that calculation, that you would sit down and reason today which life is greater, which life is better, which life is longer lasting, which life is true prosperity, which life is true joy, the one that you can have now for a few decades and that will pass and you'll lose everything. Or the life that you can have with your Lord, your creator in his kingdom that never ends, where there's no pain, there's no darkness, there's no sadness, there's no enemy, there's no hatred for the rest of time. I hope that's a really easy calculation. It's supposed to be easy and we're supposed to sit down and calculate that Jesus, following Jesus is the only way, the best way to go. I hope you're already going that way, but I need all of us to sit down and consider, are we doing the three things that Jesus told us to? Are we denying ourselves for his will? Are we daily picking up a cross and letting the old man with his old desires die so that the new man and new woman might live? And are we following Jesus by listening to his commandments and doing exactly what he told us to do? We need to think about that. We need to consider that. We need to make sure that we're doing exactly what Jesus told us because he knows the only way to eternal life. In fact, he is eternal life. And He wants us to have it forevermore. I hope that's an encouragement to you. Look at your life today. Consider how you're living. Consider what Jesus came to offer you. How much He must love you. And then give Him your life now and find the death insurance that He wants you to have. Many blessings. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkes-Barre. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.